Are you an EMDR therapist and parent who wants to make more money, have more time with your family, and get better results with your clients? Welcome to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I'm your host, Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR consultant, business coach, and mom of three kids under seven. Over the past couple of years, I realized that the grind of weekly sessions was taking a massive toll on my ability to be the kind of parent and therapist I wanted to be. So I dove headfirst into learning about intensives. I read all the books and articles and did all the trainings. Now I've transformed my schedule, my income, and my clinical outcomes by offering intensive EMDR in my practice. I want to teach you how to do this too, so you can build a practice you love and spend more quality time with your family. Tune in each week to learn how to manage what comes up for you when you're a parent who also does EMDR, how you can maximize your energy and reduce your overwhelm by offering EMDR intensives, and practical tools that will improve your clinical practice. Let's create the future template for your life as a parent and as a therapist. And welcome to episode 23 of the Future Template Parent Podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Carolyn Solo, LCSW, EMDR therapist, and mom of three daughters. Today, I want to talk about keeping it simple in your approach to EMDR training um, and how we can get caught up in that hamster wheel of new training, new training, new training, and why you already know enough to do a lot of stuff as an EMDR intensive therapist. And also, I want to talk a little bit about why I believe in democratizing some of this training knowledge, how we need to make it possible to use some of these skills, learn some of these skills, that there are a lot of advanced skills in EMDR, which are amazing, but we don't necessarily have to always spend a week and thousands of dollars in a new training to be able to implement some of these. And I think sometimes we can be afraid that that's the only way. So first of all, EMDR is a very complex and sophisticated modality that you learn, and you've spent thousands of dollars learning. There's so much there to get really, really good at. And what we should be focusing on first when we get EMDR trained is that. What have we learned in basic training? Sure, basic training is the basics of EMDR, but the basics are a lot. And instead, I think sometimes what I see people doing, instead of like really focusing on getting really, really, really good at standard protocol, they're like, I should learn how to do this and I need to know how to do that. And then there's this other modality that's supposed to be really well aligned with EMDR and everybody wants it and I should do that. But also, you've just spent lots and lots of money and time learning this really, really cool new thing. Get really good at that and see where that takes you first. It's going to take you a long way. I think also... And I've talked about this a lot in other episodes, sort of the fear mongering that happens in basic training. A lot of us can be afraid that we just don't know enough, right? That situations are going to come into our office, whether it's, you know, especially talking about trauma and dissociation, complex trauma, that seems to be the big one. And something really bad could happen if we don't know enough. And if that's something that you think about and you haven't listened to some of my previous episodes, I urge you to go back and check out the episodes in which I talked about dissociation and also the episode, two episodes ago, where I just talked about fearing phase four and how to get over being afraid of doing phase four, because I think some of your fears might be addressed by those episodes. So yeah, there is a little bit of how basic training is structured that makes us fear that we don't know enough. And then, ooh, guess what? Andrea has the answer. Here's 5 million other trainings you can do to fill those big gaps that you have, right? But you do know a lot. 
focus first, at least through certification, on really, really getting good at basic protocol, at standard protocol. And yes, to get certified, you have to do, I think, 12 advanced embryo credits. Great. Pick something that really interests you and do that. But don't feel like you have to do every training that you see in your inbox, okay? Trainings are a product, right? They are marketed. They are sold to us through a sales pitch, okay? Yes, there are tons of good trainings out there, but they're trying to sell us something when you get that new, like, have you heard about doing EMDR with this very, very niche population in this way? If not, spend $300 and learn how to do it with me. Um, But you can absolutely competently practice after basic training, partly because you're already a highly trained therapist before you come into basic training. And then you learn this incredibly sophisticated and awesome new modality and you spend days and days and days doing it and you get all this consultation, like you're, you have a lot to offer that you didn't have before. Let's like focus on that first. Okay. Um, Don't spend thousands of dollars and hours accumulating advanced CEU upon advanced CEU. If you're really, really, really good at basic protocol at standard protocol and you know it inside and out and you're getting consultation about stuff that comes up, you're doing good EMDR. Okay. So just that's sort of my little preface there. Um, Let's talk a little bit about what I like to call the training industrial complex. Um, You know, that there are these modalities that we all have heard about recently. We're like, oh, that's the thing. I need to know that. You know, I've got EMDR, but that's not enough. I need to get uh, trained in brain spotting. I need to be an IFS certified therapist. I need to start doing ketamine assisted psychotherapy, whatever it is, the list goes on. And of course, these are all beautiful models that absolutely, if you really, really want to know that one of them so deeply, absolutely get trained in it. But that's not the only way you can access that knowledge or enough, enough of that knowledge to bring it into your own practice and have it supplement what you already do. And, you know, part of the reason this is like a, I like to call it the training industrial complex is because it plays on our insecurities. Okay. It is, it gives us a complex. <laughs> um, and that's of course how marketing works, right? You know, we all have this imposter syndrome. Marketing comes along and sticks its finger into that wound and works it around and it hurts. And we're like, okay, I guess the only way to fix this is to slash out thousands of dollars and spend two weeks learning this new modality. And then I'll be the, the therapist I need to be. Will you though? Will you ever be that therapist? I mean, there's just, you know, we can always do more, right? And all these models that are out there are of course, valid and important. And they have their people who really believe in them and do amazing work with them. And that's how I feel about EMDR. And I'm not right now looking to feel that way similarly about IFS because I don't have the time, energy, desire. I also have some other issues with the IFS industrial complex, which I think is its own industrial complex, but we're not going to talk about that now. But the point is like, I've done my, like, I'm an EMDR therapist. I love being an EMDR therapist. And I have this new, it's not new to me anymore, but when I first learned EMDR, the AIP model, um, adaptive information processing model and theory was what really changed how I viewed the work that I was doing. And anything else that I um, learn, I now filter through that theoretical lens and it makes sense and I can apply it. Right. So I've done my like, this is who I am as a therapist thing. For me, that's EMDR right now and probably will be for a long time, maybe forever. I'm not looking to be like, and now I'm going to be an IFS therapist. Right. Like, I'm not going to be jumping from like camp to camp 
and the fact that there are camps anyway is silly, but you know, that's human nature, right? We're kind of, we tend to be like, these are my people and I'm in this group, but, and of course, like, I think these models and getting you to sign up for them to train them plays on that as well. Like the, I'm not one of the cool kids kind of idea, right? But first thing to do after you get trained in EMDR is get really, really good at EMDR. Okay. <laughs> get certified in EMDR, practice it, you know, get consultation, work through it with your clients, like read, listen to podcasts, watch videos, a book plus a consultant can do wonders. Okay. And you get to talk about your specific cases with that specific consultant. You're not just in a group of however many people passively consuming this training. Maybe it's even virtual and you can't ask questions. You can work with a consultant who's like, Hey, here's how I use this. Tell me about your case. Let's talk about how you would use this model with your case. Right. Um, so am I an IFS certified therapist? No, not in all. No way. Do I know enough to do some IFS informed interviews? I think yes. Um, what about all the different EMDR protocols? Like EMDR has its own training industrial complex, right? Um, for example, like EMDR for addictions, the DETER protocol, what does that stand for? I think it's desensitizing triggers and urges protocol, DETER. Um, you know, I think if you have a very solid foundational knowledge of EMDR, you know, and maybe you're certified, maybe you're approaching certification, and you also have a lot of experience in the addictions field, you already understand a lot of the um, primary issues of working with this population, you can probably read about the addiction protocols and use them right away. Like, I am not trained in addictions, like kind of in a larger sense, like that's not the area in which I work. Um, and I think someone who was coming to therapy primarily for an issue of an addiction of substances, I would refer to somebody else. But if the issue comes up in my work with a client and the major presenting issue was initially something else and now we have a rapport and a relationship, I'll use Deter with this client. And it, I've never been trained in it, but I understand it because I understand the AIP model and I understand EMDR and I can read and I have my own consultant. I can ask questions if I need to. So I've used it, right? I don't think it necessarily requires an entirely new training, okay? Um, so just that's an example there. So I want to talk a little bit about democratizing this knowledge and how to do that responsibly um, and how I do that if you decide to work with me. And what I mean by democratizing the knowledge is that there's all this amazing research and treatment modality stuff going on that is out there in the world that we can access by getting trained in it. Um, but that doesn't have to be the only way, okay? It doesn't need to be siloed up in the world of like pay to play, spend hours of your time learning this new protocol, learning this new interweave. One, because as I've already said, EMDR basic training provides you with so much. It's really thorough um, that you can do a lot. You can do so much already. And if you understand it well, you can learn a lot of stuff that's already out there um, by reading a book, an article. Yeah, I know reading, right? That old thing. Yes. <laughs> um, watching YouTube videos, listening to podcasts, getting consultation. And two, I think it's okay to acquire this knowledge in a lot of different ways. You don't have to only do it by going to a training. And caveat, okay, of course, I believe in paying people for their knowledge, right? And of course, I know this stuff is copyrighted and all those things. Like, I'm not out here handing out the detour protocol and saying, I came up with this. Like, no, of course I'm going to give credit where credit is due. I'm always going to tell someone, this is how I do this. 
Um, we can talk about it. And there are ways to learn more about this. There is a training on this. Like, I'm never going to say don't get a training. I'm just saying that is not the only way. Okay. You know, I'm not out here sneaking into into trainings, recording them, and then, you know, sending them to people. (laughs) Okay. I'm just saying that there's not only one way to learn something. Okay. And there's a lot of time, energy, and money investment that you put in when you go to training after training. And sometimes you can need to learn what you need to learn in other ways and in ways that's more suited to your life and maybe to your learning style, maybe talking to a consultant one-on-one about a case that you're working on where you're bringing in some of this information is the best way for you to learn. I learned all about, well, not all, (laughs) but I learned a lot about dissociation and parts work through working with my consultant when I had a case in which I needed to use those skills. That's where I first started really learning that stuff. And because it became such a passion of mine, I did do a lot of reading and I did do a lot of additional training and all that stuff. Yeah, of course, I'm not out here trying to say steal other people's stuff and pass it off because it's your own. I'm just saying that there are people out there, okay, <laughs> who can help you learn this stuff and you don't necessarily have to go that route always, okay? Um, there are consultants like me, there are other people who have done a lot of the work, a lot of the training and learning and reading and can work with you to, to pass like on this knowledge to you and help you implement it in a way that works with your approach and with your cases and your clients. Um, and also, one other thing, I have a problem with, and I'm not going to name names here, with how much gatekeeping there is in getting into getting trained in certain modalities and approaches like hello one-year waiting lists and lotteries and for a three thousand dollar plus first year training who knows what I could be talking about you may be really really interested in a certain approach but then you can't get into the training what do you do you just sit around and wait and you never learn this stuff that can't be the only way okay and you know full disclosure am I marketing something here by talking to you about this of course I'm marketing me right but I'm marketing working with me, someone who's done a lot of training and reading and implementation and testing and can pass that info on to you. And I'm just saying this can be another way to learn these things, okay? That there's not only one way. And I don't know about you, but sometimes I really like sitting down with someone one-on-one and getting to say, okay, I get those ideas. Here are the problems I'm having specifically to me. Can we talk about those, right? That's the value of a one-on-one coaching or consultation relationship. Um, so how can you learn this from me? Simple. I offer a VIP day, which is five hours of us working together in a single day in which I download from me to you everything you need to know to get up and running with doing EMDR intensives in your practice, including my understanding, explanation, and shorthand for a lot of the approaches that I've studied in formal trainings and in consultation and in my own reading. And then I pass that understanding on to you for you to use. I'll explain how I use flash technique. I'll teach you about the recent traumatic event protocol. I'll teach you the CPOS protocol, the constant installation of positive orientation to safety protocol. That's a Jim Nipe invention. You'll learn all about parts work and how I use the conference table technique with clients and EMDR intensives. We'll talk about the IFS informed interviews I use. I'll teach you about the somatic interweaves that I use. We'll talk grounding techniques. We'll talk lots and lots about EMDR and dissociation. And you'll get lifetime access to my full library of all the worksheets and scripts I've created for myself and my clients from implementing all of this. And you'll get anything I add to that library 
for however long, you will get it because you'll have this Google Drive that gets updated whenever I add something new. And so you'll get access to that as well. And after our VIP day, you get ongoing support from me via Boxer, email, whatever works for you for two months so we can continue to work on building your skills with these tools. If this sounds interesting to you at all, I highly encourage you to go to my website, www.futuretemplateparent.com and sign up for my free guide to implementing EMDR intensives. And you can read all about what we would do in our VIP day and we'll start this journey for you. So today was just a short episode talking about keeping it simple with your EMDR training and how we can get caught up in this hamster wheel of I need a new training, I need a new training, I need a new training. And why you already know enough to do really good EMDR and to offer good EMDR intensives with a little support maybe. <laughs> um, and also we talked a little bit about why I believe democratizing some of this training knowledge and how I do that. So if you do think that some of this sounds like something you'd be interested in learning more about, and it feels like I might be the person that you would want to learn from and learn with, um, I offer this VIP day that is one day, five hours. You get access to all my stuff. We sit with each other for five hours and you learn everything you need to know about becoming an EMDR intensive therapist, both clinically and from a business perspective. In one day, you get both. If you're still working towards certification in EMDR, those five hours count towards your consultation requirements. I also offer just generic, <laughs> generic consultation for certification if you're looking for that as well. And I just offer plain old consultation. I work with people a lot who want to consult with someone about uh, working with DID, for example, because I have a lot of advanced training in that area. So I also offer that as well. Um, check out my website, www.futuretemplateparent.com for more details on how to work with me. Next week, I think I'm going to talk, I haven't fully decided what this is going to look like, so stay tuned, but talk about some of the books, maybe one or two or maybe more, I don't know, that I have read about EMDR that have been incredibly useful for me and why I think maybe you should add them to your library. So have a great week, everyone. Thank you as always for joining me and take good care. Bye. Thank you for listening to the Future Template Parent Podcast. I hope you've learned something that can help you move from feeling overwhelmed to energized about your practice and your personal life. You don't have to choose one over the other. If you've enjoyed this episode, please take a moment to rate and review the show on Apple Podcasts, and please share it with another EMDR therapist who would benefit from hearing this episode. Each review helps us get the message out about how offering EMDR intensives can liberate your practice. Be sure to subscribe on your favorite podcast listening app so you don't miss a single episode. See you next week.